fotos y recuerdos. Welcome to the Best Friends Fancast and Allison Rosen Fan Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Lisa Lowry. And I am one of your hosts, Rafael Marquez Castañeda, a.k.a. the... 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 Tecate... No, the Tecate Mate. <laughs> no, even better... The TK Terminator. Now I was gonna say the Tikate Terminator. I was trying to make that a thing. It it doesn't matter. I got a beer. (laughs) That was a weird crack. Yeah, keep trying to make. It really was. That sounded like a real fail. This whole thing. Should we just start over? (laughs) Maybe. Um. So you're drinking a Tikate, a cone limon. No, but I do have some tahini here that I will be sprinkling as we go on. Okay, and I'm drinking. little ice water in my metal cup, metal straw. Real dead. I would love some uh, fresh lime, but I don't know anyone that has any to give it's me. It's funny, as often as we see each other, why don't you ever ask for limes? I have them falling off my... I had to throw some away yesterday because we have so many... I Because I have three lime trees. Right now I'm looking at my tree in the uh, front yard that is like... full of limes. You always seem to poo-poo citrus, so on. I don't try and force it on you anymore. I, I used to bring bags, you know, of citrus and stuff <laughs> when I came over. <laughs> when you came over, the the three times you've come over? I mean, see, well, isn't three time, times enough? You've only been inside once. I mean, um, when I, okay. so when I oh, see you, I mean, I've, I've brought fruit. I brought it to Megan's house when we were staying there. She was not home. It was for you. Um, <laughs> I've brought it other times, but you just seem to be like, eh. Well, uh, you okay. know, you got to okay. be in the mood. So I'm getting gaslit as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know All what right. you're referring to. Yeah, we you do. Okay. <laughs> oh, I must be wrong. I'm sorry. <laughs> this week we will talk about the Monday show, June Diane Raphael. I'm not going to be able to say her name right because of your name, but uh, also the Thursday show, Mary Lynn's Jet Setting, Dave's Jetta Setting, and do you remember this dude? Which dude? Rafi- I don't know. Did you see him? <laughs> the dude? Now the dude abides. <laughs> do you have any shout outs? I, of course I do, Lisa. Don't don't be okay. ridiculous. What kind of silly okay. question is that? First and foremost. Did you say re- ridiculous? <laughs> Now's not the time for Seinfeld references because. Sorry, 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 sorry. Megan next week, next week. Parkansky. Is getting married! <laughs> Huge motherfucking shout out to Megan and Jess. They are in Wisconsin right now and they're getting engaged. They got engaged. They're getting married. There's a brick in a wall somewhere that says, Megan, will you marry me? And the answer was yes. Congratulations to them. I can't wait to go to their wedding and outshine everyone there because I do uh, look gorgeous in a suit as everyone knows so Megan said yes to the Jess that's awesome yes 
And also, I have another shout out to Whitney. She texts me as she is like catching up on back shows. I don't, <laughs> know, I don't know how far back she is, but I think she's she's at DJ Boom Boom. <laughs> <laughs> she's she's probably pretty far back but she texted me today and said agree that tiramisu is a superior product and i don't even know what that was in reference to but all <laughs> i know is uh that i'm going to quote tweet it and say this and that's a <laughs> reference to uh allison's episode of jordan jesse go that just came out a couple days ago but yes thank you whitney for texting me i love hearing anyone's uh live text reactions to our idiotic show same and um yeah i mean she's got tons of downtime she's not doing oh, anything yeah. right now <laughs> so i mean burn through those episodes girl <laughs> lisa do you have any shout outs i do i have uh Brit TNC, East Coast Jen, Dr. J, and LK. Luke Chastain, he gave us an update on uh, apparently people from Germany, pretty similar to people here. They uh, like to compare and contrast where they live. And, uh, you know, what I was thinking, you know how people are so, like, excited about where they live, even though it's just because that's where their dad happened to leave it in them? Yeah. Them and their mom. <laughs> cut that out um shout out to leanne she i'm curious how she felt about this week's audio uh with mary lynn shout out to ulysses ray morgan tim z mary jane tamara holler delaney lee bruns bruce by dawn whitney and von carmen's all whitney also texted me today and in uh in related to that episode but uh, i'm not gonna share it with you and wow uh <laughs> i'm sure what it was is the fact that you were picking an Italian restaurant based on the tiramisu that they had. <laughs> That's not <laughs> how I pick. That's what you said. You said if they happen to have a good tiramisu, then I'll go there. That's what you said. I roll the I did. Roll back the tape. Roll back. The you just <laughs> say you don't remember what was in regards to. And I'm telling I, you, that I was the whole remember. gaslit. Maybe that's the what I said. I don't know. Gaslit segment. Here's the, here's the thing. I'm not gaslighting you. My memory is just that bad. <laughs> Oh, but you're gaslighting me in the moment. Not true. Uh, <laughs> asking me what kind of Italian <laughs> food that I order at an Italian restaurant no, and no, I tell no, you. No, no. And no, then no, you're no. like, no, you're no. just naming Italian things. I'm like, yeah, that's, that I would order. That's not what I said. Okay, this part Roll I remember. And Roll I was very upset tape. about it. I said, no, brother. what's on your menu? I was like saying, yeah. create a fictional menu for Lisa's Italian restaurant. What's on it? And then you're just like, huh? I don't know. Like, fucking... What kind of a question is that? We're talking about what we would eat at an Italian restaurant, what we would order. Yes, because you asked me, what's what do you order? On... And I said, well, tell me what's on the menu. I don't just walk into the restaurant and say, oh, hey, give okay. me a double cheeseburger. So and they're like, the sir, thing. this is a fucking here's the fish thing restaurant if, if what you're saying is true then it the is. things i was saying would be on the menu you could have chosen one of those things I, this is bombastic gaslighting once again <laughs> also shout out and congrats to superfan megan and jess so excited for both of you just let me know when i need to get um what's the word ordained Rafi, oh. I realize that I can't see you right now, but I have a feeling there's a lot of eye rolling going on on your part. No, I was I, I didn't know what you were going to say, and I thought it was going to be in relation to your eating disorder. I thought you were going to say, let me know when I got to lose a couple pounds, and I, that oh, was going oh to cause me to roll my eyes because... I'm sick of your eating disorder, Lisa. Oh. You're perfect just the way you are. Oh. <laughs> Every I mean, time I see nice you, every uh -huh. time I mm -hmm. see you, you're like, yeah, I'm not, uh, I haven't eaten in 39 hours. I'm like, what <laughs> is wrong with you? And you're like, yeah, you know, I, I just had a couple of Tic Tacs last week no. and they put me over the edge and I don't know. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck are you? I like have to restrain myself from like just slapping some sense into you like, like the good old days, you know? Well, yeah, that is the good old days. <laughs> if only we can make America great again. But what... <laughs> What I didn't uh, articulate the last time when I was saying I was so worried about how much weight I had gained, I said it to you in person, but on the show, I didn't, it wasn't over a handful of pounds. It was like 10 pounds in a matter of like weeks. That's scary for someone that's worked very hard to work to get like 45 pounds off. All of a sudden, 10's back. It's like, ah, that's scary. 
So I feel like I'm orderly. I don't eat for 20 hours. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought it was being ridiculous. But let me tell you, it actually is more than that because when when it's time to eat, I really go for it. <laughs> That's yeah. healthy, right? Oh, yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Well, thank you for the compliment, even though, you know, I don't know. It's, I'm sure, means something else. So I'm going to have to try and analyze or something. JK. Uh, no, I would like to learn how to eat better and be more healthy, but for now, this is helping and working. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. I think that's all of my shout outs. Do you have any call outs? I thought you said you might, but. Um, if I did, I forgot. Okay. Okay. Are there Do any? Do you? Yet? I don't think so. But if one <coughs> pops into my head, don't, don't you worry. It'll pop right out. No. Mm-mm. No call-outs. I think I'm uh, free and clear. Do we have any BFF hotline calls? We do not. But if you would like to call in to the show, BFF0732, area code 818, you know the number. What, what, why am I even having to mention it? And, you know, you know, I'm, I'm a little disappointed mm. that we didn't get any messages this week. Because uh, last week, I said some inflammatory things about a certain state. And, you know, I was expecting death threats. Um, <laughs> I don't think we have anybody living in that state that listens uh, right away. <laughs> or ever. Or uh, ever. I was, I was expecting, like, all kinds of terrible things. I was expecting to be swatted. Uh, Can I tell you, you know, I did get one free- text fr- from somebody. And it was saying, I'm glad he said that because I hate that state too. <laughs> oh, who said that? <laughs> I'll beep it out because I don't know if she wants to know. I She's figured. like, I'm, I'm so glad he said that. He's like, I can't, sh- I can't stand people in their fucking Texas love. <laughs> well, I hope, um, I hope the listeners know this. When I say stuff like that on this show, I'm just pretending. I don't dislike Texas. You know who I do dislike? Oh People in Philly, they oh. threw batteries at Santa Claus. What the fuck is wrong with you people? Not to mention their baseball team is horrific. Oh. I mean, Lordy. just just a few hours uh, away, you could have a real team like the Pirates. Yar, matey. Now <laughs> that's a team you can be proud of. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is an Irish... Um... <laughs> I don't know what pirates sound like, Lisa. I thought they were make believe, like uh, like. I think um, I think you were doing your best pirate accent. <laughs> I thought they were make believe, like the Tooth Fairy or uh, you know, Faithful Men. I thought they oh. were just uh, fairy tales. <laughs> I think you're right. I think there's more chance of them. Uh, anyway, no, yeah. we don't have calls. Oh, oh, oh okay. <laughs> Shall we move on to Monday, or do you have any more rants? I'm sure I'll, Dis- I'll come up with something. Any other call-outs disguises rants? <laughs> <laughs> None All here. Right. Okay, so Monday. We had a Tony-less top to this Monday, and June was asked to fill in. So it was the June zone. I'm sure I could have come up with a better name than that. But a couple of things. When June asked, okay, so what, give me some notes on what, to, who to act like. Who is Tony? And Allison's, first of all, <laughs> says he's subtly handsome. And that can only be taken wrong, which we'll talk about on the Thursday part. But also, if you are going to be an actor and you're trying to get every part of this person, one of the first things you're going to say is that they're subtly handsome. <laughs> How do you act subtly handsome? (laughs) He might think he's not subtly handsome. (laughs) Um, You know, I think describing someone to a friend or potential lover is always very risky because, you know, you you have to try to make them sound good, but you also don't want to lie. Right. So, like, if you were describing me, you'd be like, he's stocky. <laughs> I mean, he's fat. <laughs> okay, we got to save um, all the Seinfeld for next week, actually. Why? Nah. 
there's plenty to go around. Well, so, okay. Well, first of all, like this whole premise of like we're going to start the show with Tony, which is kind of distracting in general because she talks and then keeps mentioning the guest there, which is like, you're bringing them in, but they can't talk. And then they're going to talk about a conversation and then she'll bring them in later. And then they bring up the conversation more. So it was just like awkward on all points, but now you're going to have the guest act like Tony. So you have this person that has, you've wanted on first time on and a chunk of the time is acting like someone that she's never met (laughs) and filling in a part that is usually at the top of the show. (laughs) Lisa, I just I just thought of a, a little oh experiment that could go very wrong. But okay. I was thinking, I was going to ask you, how would you describe Tony? But that's okay. boring. It's been done okay. a million times. I want you oh to describe me. Okay. And I may or may not describe you. <laughs> <gasps> okay. Pre- pretend uh, that I'm Tony Thaxton and okay. you're like, oh, he met you at that uh, bar show that you just played me, a couple weeks ago. I need a few questions, like uh, like June asked. I have a few questions to help me get your character correctly. Um, are you asking me as if, um, like, I so have you, to just, dis- okay, so I have to no, describe. You you cut out like three times and okay. I I don't know what you. Have I didn't said say so anything, far. but okay. So, am I describing you for someone to act as you, or am I just describing you to someone, like describing your personality? Because the, the question, the answers would be a, a slightly different. The things that Allison told her did not really help with her being able to act. It wasn't describing like, hey, this is his personality. Like he's subtly handsome. Let me tell you what he looks like, because now, first of all, we're doing an audio podcast, and uh, you're going to act out how someone looks? Anyway. I am going to leave that up to you. Okay, so if someone was to say, like, what's Rafi like? Someone said... Because people have asked me that, and I have answered. Describe them. Okay. So I'm just describing you. I would say that you're... (laughs) I don't know why I started laughing. <laughs> There's no reason. Um, okay. I would say that first. Okay. Just say, so what's Ruffy like? Say that to me so I can like get into the mode. Uh, hey, Lisa, <laughs> what's this Raffy like? So he's really nice. He's uh, very generous. He's got interesting taste in music. <laughs> okay. I'm sure the neighbors are really enjoying this cackle from a, from across the street. Um, oh, and the crows are back. <laughs> you won't be able to hear it, and I'm not going to... Uh, yeah, okay. Filibustering. Got it. Um, and let's see. I think I would go into, like, hmm, what would I even say at first? I would say that you're nice, and you're quiet, and you keep things... You keep... Uh, you're private about your life, but then... Sometimes you get a little bit of peaks inside and um, and so you should feel good about that, I guess. <laughs> I am failing at this. I've done this before. What do I say? I just say like, oh, he's really nice and like he's super, you know what I usually say because people are usually like, oh, like you're hanging out with a dude and it's like. Yeah, he's never been disrespectful to me ever of me, my my husband, my family, my house. He's always like respectful and nice and like a good friend. That's what I would say. Wow. It started out terrible, but it I, ended up okay. Okay. I was trying to channel what I've actually said and I finally made it. Looks like we made it. Okay, now is the part where I'm going to get crushed, aren't I? <laughs> um yeah, if someone said, uh, well, what's Lisa like? Oh, God. I would have to lie. <gasps> JK. She eats um, three times a day. <laughs> <laughs> does not she like alcohol Does very not much. have an eating disorder. Oh, <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> Do you, you really think intermittent fasting is a, an eating disorder? I think Some I have a body dysmorphia issues, definitely, because I still feel like I look like... It, it's not so much the so-called fasting. It's more of the binging afterwards. Mm, okay, so in general, I don't do that. I have been doing that recently, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. I get that. Uh, no, I think 
if I were to describe you, I would say she's super awesome, cool type chick who's like tatted up. <laughs> and um, I would say she's not that tall, but she's always wearing heels to uh, emasculate men. <laughs> JK. <laughs> Um, hey, if I'm doing that in the process and win-win. No, I think I actually just say that, like, you're super cool to hang out with, you're funny, and you're a really good mom. Aww. Oh, yeah, I say you're funny, too. When you're not being a bitch. Mm-hmm. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that was nice. <laughs> now let's see what we're really going to say about each other later. I'm just kidding. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, so next time we're together, I want to see you act as me. How about that? <laughs> no, I don't. Act as you? I don't want to do see that. I, I think we already tried to put your heels on me and it didn't work. Oh my God, you've worn every other piece of clothing of mine. Okay, so. <laughs> I don't think I have. JK. There's, there's been a Pendleton here or yes, there. Yes, yes. Oh, not, not to mention when we were in Philly and you made me wear a woman's shirt. <laughs> oh, you were such a good sport about that. The oh, only you, thing worse <laughs> is when uh, you sold me ladies' frames. <laughs> I did give What's you some What's that about the... ladies' frames? <laughs> JK, think... your ladies' frames are the best. I, I love know. your sunglasses. <laughs> so you've worn I my glasses. I wish I could steal them. Many times. You've tried. You've worn my rings, my glasses, my flannel shirts, my and then yeah, the ladies shirt. But I couldn't find it in men's and you were a good sport to wear it. It looked fine and, on you. It looked good. You've, you've got some rings that I like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What else? You didn't try my shoes. That was Megan. Who did I almost get into my jumpsuit on Christmas? <laughs> was that Megan uh, too? Or you? <gasps> I think I was gonna try and tell I you to do don't it. Recall that. I was joking, but I was like hoping someone would take me up on it. I'm like, you should throw this on, try it on. <laughs> okay. You don't have to ask me twice. I'm sure oh. I would have put it on, except it was probably red, so I was probably it eh, probably no was red. Yeah. If uh, it wasn't red, I would have been. Yeah, it was like move over. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, good to know because I do have a black one, and I have a black and white one too. I don't think I'm ready for that though, but that's also my my body dysmorphia situation. Okay. Anywho, all right. Uh, do you are you familiar with June by any chance? Yes, I know that she's married to Paul Shear, and I know nothing of her work. <laughs> so when I saw that she was going to be on, I was super excited because I'm very familiar with her from Grace and Frankie, which the show started off pretty mm. pretty good, pretty great. But her character, I think, is probably my favorite character of all, and her uh, her character reminds me a lot of my friend. Jen, uh, sorry, East Coast Jen, and uh, which hopefully she doesn't take that the wrong way, but she just like speaks her mind and is very funny and just like doesn't put up with people's shit. And I just like every time I would see that show, I'm like, she reminds me of her so much. But she's my favorite character on there. But the funny thing is, her in real life, nothing like that person. <laughs> um, I'm talking about June. She's nothing like her character. Um, you don't say. <laughs> I know. Um, she's a very good actor, apparently. I forgot that I watched, like, the first season of that show and enjoyed it also. Yeah. And I forgot she was in that. Um, Yeah, she was good in that, if I recall. And then I do subscribe to one of her podcasts that I listened to way back when, and I remember enjoying it. So I should probably get back into that. The How Did This Get Made? That one. Mm-hmm. Um, Deep Dive, her other podcast, I guess, is that coming out soon? Uh, what is that again? Her podcast. Her second podcast. I have no clue. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure about that. But um, there were a lot of things that she talked about that I totally related to. Uh, well, living in a life of allergies, and she doesn't have to deal with that anymore. And I don't either for different reasons. I don't take the pills. Those don't work for me. But um, I've definitely figured out how not to live with allergies, which was like the bane of my existence. And I haven't had them for so long that I almost forgot how miserable it used to be for me all of the time. Um, do you you don't have allergies, do you, besides to like food? I kind of do. In in Colorado, as as like... I got older, I feel like I realized that what I had was allergies. Oh. 
Um, so occasionally I would use like a the nasal spray, but I'm I'm like one of those people that is like stubborn and stupid. So I just deal with things unless it's like really really intolerable. So I would never like take an allergy pill daily. Right. Um, but once I once I moved out here, as you always say, there are no allergies out here. Um, it basically went away. Like I used to carry a a handkerchief all the time, and yeah, it's super gross. But when your fucking nose is like constantly runny, it's like, what am I gonna fucking carry a box of Kleenex every day? I don't know. Oh my gosh, I used to just shove tissues. It was horrible. I I it was so uncomfortable and just horrible all of the time all of the time but i used to also when i start i I had my crazy skin rash the person was like why don't you have the person the doctor (laughs) told me to take uh two different allergy pills like one in the morning and one at night like two different kinds it sort of helped but nothing has helped me like flonase and if i forget to take it and whatever then it i pay the price because one good santa Ana wind and my day is done i'm just sneezing all day i sneeze until i'm dizzy and tired like i feel like i'm on drugs it's not fun not the good kind of drugs either hmm. but anyway so i try not to forget or run out which i'm about at that point right now and it's probably gonna and there's a fire right now so i'm gonna probably have allergies exciting um <clears throat> she talked about being more assertive and it's definitely something that I've always wanted to work on. I know that I don't know how to do that, but it sounds like she's got a good grasp of everything. Um, she talked about growing up feeling big and always wanting to be small. And that's something I completely related to because when you're tall, even when I wasn't f- chubbier, I was going to say fat, but I guess you can't really say fat anymore. It doesn't sound nice. When I was overweight as a child, <laughs> It was worse, but like just being tall always was a problem because I was always put with the guys and I, you're not, you don't feel dainty. You don't feel like a girl. You feel like one of the guys, which I guess maybe that's why I like hanging out with guys. Hmm. Anyway, um, I just always hated feeling like not a girl. It made me feel very bad all of the time to be bigger than everybody else. And, um, and also guys don't like girls that are tall and they well they might now i don't know but it was my it was an issue that uh, was definitely an issue <laughs> <laughs> um, and it would give me bad posture i always felt like i was towering over so i always would like scrunch down so now i have worse posture and in pictures i like scrunch down and then i look like chubbier than i am like the whole thing it's all like up in my mind of like craziness because i was tall as a kid you gotta start doing yoga. That'll okay. fix your posture in two weeks. Okay, so that's a good point. Fixing it, yes. But also, I also need... This comes in with the assertive thing and the more confidence thing because I shrink myself to be around other people because I don't want to stand out in that way to be like, oh, you're big. And... But I just need to like stand tall and be more confident about it and just be like, own it, man. Exactly. If the next time I see you, you're not standing on stilts, <laughs> I'm going to be very upset. Okay, so next week when we see each other and we're celebrating Seinfeld uh, coming out on Netflix, what what kind of thing would be related to Seinfeld that I could wear as shoes? Oh, the Jimmy? <laughs> <laughs> Well, there was also stilts when uh, they go to the, uh, when Dady, 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 <laughs> when J- Jerry is dating the gymnast oh. and they go back, they're like backstage and some guy on stilts walks by. That's right. But also uh, the cowboy boots that he slips around in and also the Timberlands mm-hmm. and also the lifts from, um, oh yeah, what's his name? From the stand-in. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah. many. Uh, oh, yeah. No, I was going to say Botticelli's, but those don't have, those aren't, those aren't heels. <laughs> anyway, uh, but yeah, not wanting to take up too much space. I just always had this feeling of just wanting to like just shrink. And uh, I don't, I I know how it looks and I always don't want to do that. But I, that's my, in my nature to always do that. So 
it has to be like a conscious decision to stand up straight and just do like you, not worry about you know, what people think. Do you know how we can get you uh, past this little uh, oh boy. hump in your mind? My, looking at the hump in my back. <laughs> <laughs> we need to get you to be more comfortable taking up space. We got to get you a Gore-Tex jacket. <laughs> You just like saying Gore-Tex, don't you? <laughs> Can I get, we'll get you Pepsi a, and Ring we'll things at least? Do I get that with a mix? <laughs> we'll get you a Gore-Tex jacket and we'll walk you into every liquor store in town. <laughs> knocking over every shelf and we ain't paying for nothing. <laughs> Deal. That that won't be awkward for me at all or my confidence. <laughs> <laughs> I know, you're usually uh, just bumping into things with the front oh. part. <laughs> <laughs> not 360 <laughs> degrees though uh, yeah that's true oh she also mentioned she this was kind of like a sweet part because she was like i didn't realize i was fat until a certain age or i didn't realize it was a thing because she had a good group of friends and she did have the confidence in that part which is interesting because it's kind of counterintuitive to what she was saying before about being not wanting to take up space and being tall and big and tall but also feeling like she didn't really think she was fat until she read, the, you know, her sister's magazines or whatever. And I thought, I never thought that I was fat either. But like when I realized it, well, that was when my two uncles told me that I was. So then it was like, then you start like realizing that like you're different than everybody else. <laughs> and it's, and then, you know, people at school saying it or whatever. So it's just, it's everybody else, man. It got into my head. Wow, that's a shame. Yeah, it is. So Allison asked June, how does she make time for friendships? And June was saying, you just have to realize what season you're in. And I couldn't agree more. There were so many, so many things that I missed out on. And saying it that way is not exactly correct. But I missed a lot of things that my friends did together, especially before they all moved out of state. Uh, because I was raising two little kids and like I made time for that first. And so in reality, I did not miss out on anything because I got to see everything. But now I'm at the point where I am making more time for my friends because my kids don't need me as much. And I love that June was saying her mom sort of was a great role model for her, like getting dressed up, doing the whole thing, even though they would miss her and even though june's kids cry when she leaves you still doing that care for yourself is so important and i love that she said it that way because yeah you feel guilty when you go out but it is so necessary and i feel so much better when i go out and see my friends for a little while and you know i don't know it's important you know um there was a wise man oh, that once said something about uh <laughs> joy and pain go together like sunshine and rain you know how can these kids uh appreciate you if you're around all the true, time you true, gotta leave true. every now and then and then when you guys get back together it's like uh peaches and herb yep, or sunshine and lollipops you know what i was wondering you quote a lot lot of wise men do you know any wise women to quote I quote them all the mm. time, Lisa. Mm. What are you talking about? <laughs> okay. Well, there was uh, some heavy period talk, and that was something. Um, I, While it doesn't bother me to listen to it, it's not anything that I need to hear. But I think that Allison does, and I can appreciate that, if that makes sense. Like, I think she likes to talk these things out with people and figure it out and and what about this? And what about that? And like, for me, I don't need any of that. Cause I feel like I just figure stuff out on my own, but I think she's trying to learn. I don't know. It was fine. What did you think? <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. Now I'm asking you what you thought about the period talk. Like what really? <laughs> um, because you cut out, I'm going to pretend that you asked me how, about, how I feel about the diva cup. Yes. And period talk, any of it. Or, I will yes, go, sorry. I will just say that for, like, 
earth mm. sustainability stuff, I think the Diva Cup is a great invention. And if I was a woman, it's probably something I would look into. So, okay, you make a good point because there was that very tail end of them talking about the period stuff and the Diva Cup. It's something I've always been scared about because of the mess and everything. But she said, yeah, it'll be messy at first getting used to it. And then it's not. And then it's the most comfortable, the most, um, the longest lasting and great for the earth. So maybe I should look into this because all of those things are, are very, are ticking all the boxes. (laughs) Agreed. Anyway, do you have anything else from Monday that you'd like to get to? Just one last thing. June Diane Raphael. Raphael. Thank you. That's how she says it. Yes. But me... I don't say it that way. Sally Jesse doesn't mm. say it that mm. way. Mm. Is she just going against the grain to be, you know, unique? I think so. Like kind of how, um, you know, people nowadays are naming their kid uh, Lightning <laughs> or uh, Picture Frame. Is is she just s- saying it that way to be different? Because uh, <laughs> there's one correct way to say this name. And it ain't the way she says it. That's when she said it. I was like, that doesn't sound right. I think you're right. That She's going against the grain. There's no way that's pronounced that way in any language. <laughs> it's just not. Okay. Shall we talk about Thursday? Of course. Okay. We were not any carbs this week because Allison forgot the carbohydrate. You know, when she said, hello, my little carbohydrates, I was like, oh, someone just sent in carbohydrate. That's... I'm that's surprised. What I thought, <laughs> and I said that's genius. I, just, I thought the same thing. I was like, "How come no one's done that before?" Uh, and then she said she just forgot it, and she might get back to it. And it's like, uh, but then don't go into your Patreon spiel because that's what we're paying for, man. <laughs> come support me over here, where I won't do the things that I said I was going to do. <laughs> jk uh things happen but uh, it was just kind of like a funny i mean are they gonna roll over for next week or like what are we doing here you know i was thinking it's not like her to forget to pick a carb and i forget what it was but something else made me think that she's like something is distracting her in life what could it be but also when she asks for the carb People pretty much, there's at least 10 in the first five minutes. She could literally just ask for it, sit on there and pick the first one if she's, or whatever, the first, whichever one Uh, that she wants and then write it down and then you're done. But yeah, I don't, but I don't, yeah, I don't know what's distracting her besides the kids and the, you know, it was a pleasant to have Daniel part of this group this week. That was nice. Um, And I liked his intro. Uh, Allison introduced everyone at the top of the show, unlike every other Thursday in I don't know how long, but in the process, cutting everybody down, (laughs) saying my one real life friend. (laughs) You know, I wish I had a podcast with a friend. Oh, me too. That (laughs) would be (laughs) the cat's pajamas and the dog's dog's tuxedo. Well, um, I liked that Tony called Allison out for calling him subtly handsome and that she had to try and uh, make up for that. And she had to apologize to David because uh, they're friends, too. And uh, apparently she's supposed to be friends with Daniel, I think, in real life. So, um, yeah, the whole thing was kind of awkward. But um, I felt bad for Tony, but also I love that he called her out. I was just like, oh, yes. (laughs) I was wondering if he was going to hear it or not. (laughs) Um, She likes doing occasionally. She does like this power dynamic thing where she's like, I'm your boss and I own you. (laughs) And so for him to like call her out, it like really is like a role reversal And uh, I enjoy that. It is true because something I get from, especially from Tony, is he doesn't seem like someone that would do that. And so if I was to describe him to June, like, hey, this is who you're going to be. Um, you're sort of quiet. You're funny. But you, you know, he's kind of, he's more just quiet and just chimes in when he needs to. He's not, doesn't seem super assertive. 
But this, I love that he's just like, he does this multiple times where he surprised me that he's just calling her out. I really like it a lot. <laughs> you know, somebody's got to keep these broads mm. accountable, you Preach. know? <laughs> Otherwise, they'll just gaslight you to death. <laughs> I mean, what's good, good for the goose is good good for the gander. Have you seen Gaslight, by the way? The movie? No. Yeah, it's pretty good. Okay. No uh, too much black and white for you. <laughs> oh, I didn't know it was made that far back. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I only watch um, 4K You know where the, the term Gaslight comes from? Yeah. Wasn't it like... Uh, in? It was like in a movie, right? I'm guessing. Yeah. And yeah. the dude is like lying to the to his shorty and he like does something <laughs> with the lights and then she's like, Hey, yes. did, did you do something with that light? And he's like, No, bitch, you crazy. Right. And then, but the the gas light is gas that comes out of a wall that is lit. Like um Yeah, like a I don't know if there's like a flint or something, but you turn it on and like a flame comes out. So it's like a gas light that comes out of the wall. It's like an old fashioned lighting system that i'm sure burned down many beautiful houses yeah uh, well, isn't wasn't there a gas lamp district somewhere yeah that's in san diego oh it's in san diego i think there's probably more than one let's go okay i'm down right now okay put your mic down <laughs> let's head <laughs> <laughs> oh good my right <laughs> no your red goes Oh, excuse you. That's yours. <laughs> okay. I hope that was all uh, into the microphone. I don't know where, where I'm holding it right now. <laughs> yeah, same. Oh, good. Excuse me. What? Uh, so I, I'm assuming that this is only going to be a new segment for this episode only because Allison's new segment, Do You Remember This Dude? I don't know if she was planning on saying this beforehand, but it seemed like it. She just assumed they wouldn't remember each other, but she was kind of calling out uh, Mary Lynn, like, hey, do you remember this dude that's on my show because you've met before? <laughs> oh, Allison absolutely planned it because okay. she had Tony come up with a theme song. Oh my gosh, you're right. And then... So she just assumed that, that she wouldn't... Maybe she... How would she know that she didn't remember her until... Unless she's, like, asking on one of their coffee dates. I think what happened is... She was probably emailing David for his availability, and then he was like, hey, I'm free on this day of this day. And then she said, oh, great, Mary Lynn Rice Cub's going to be on that one. And then he's like, oh, I remember her from my Professor Blastoff days. Me and Tig were living together. And then, <laughs> and then she's like... David, you have a cold. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I better get that checked out. Oh. <laughs> um... So he probably like mentioned like, oh, yeah, I met her at Tig. Me and Tig lived together and she would be over there all the time. Mm -hmm. And then he's like, I wonder if she remembers me. And then she's like, bam. Great but idea for a Do you think she would segment. have had to ask Mary Lynn? She just assumed that she wasn't going to remember her? Or do you think she said like, I think oh, she... you're going to be on with David Huntsberger. And she's just like, okay, cool. Or like, oh, I that'd be great to meet him. Or like, what do you, I, I mean, what I do don't you think, think she, think I don't think she like mentioned it. I think she was just like foisted it upon her but what if if all these things were true that they had like been around each other many times or whatever and she's just like yeah of course i do <laughs> she's like yeah david huntsberg you lived with tig natara then yeah the answer of course would be, i remember yeah, him th like there would be like a ding 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 like jackpot sounds and it'd be like but she does remember this dude so she went through all the trouble of this jingle for this yeah of course i do <laughs> Yeah, that would have been fucking great. That would have been a just great like payoff. no doy. I know him. <laughs> yeah, like uh, she's like, I, I backed your Kickstarter. Your comedy special comes out in like two days. And yeah, I, like oh, uh, I did a uh, guest spot on it, wasn't I? <laughs> yeah, like didn't you open for me? <laughs> uh, it just seems like a weird matzo ball to throw out there, and also because she's just like, oh, I do. <laughs> oh, I have. Okay. I mean, Allison thought that it went better than she had thought it would. So that's nice, I guess. It was just a whole... The whole thing was kind of strange to me. Also, it, I think there is already a new segment out that we haven't done for a second time. <laughs> well, it, it for sure is a weird segment to do and to have Tony do a song for it. But, Lisa, is there someone that 
do, like do you think if someone came up to you that you would always remember them because i feel like i sometimes i see people out here and i'm like is that my friend from colorado and i'm like no <laughs> they would have told me if they came so i think or would they anyone could come up to me and be like do you remember we met at whatever and i'm like uh no but I feel oh, like well, I you, always remember people. You. No, yeah. I always remember people. I may forget a name, but I'll try. Like, I always remember people. But there is a lady, I think I've told you, that always forgets me. Always. I've met her so many times. And it's not just like in passing. It's like she came to my birthday party at the Elks Lodge. Uh, she's come to my house where it's not like a party. We we're just she was coming to pick up my uh, roommate and we were chatting for a minute. Like, Five times at least I've been into her store down at the circle. I've, she has friends. I literally ran into her a couple of weeks ago. I don't even like say hi to her anymore because she has no idea who I am. Okay. So this is reminding me of the Seinfeld episode. Do you know what I'm saying? I almost asked her out on a date. (laughs) (laughs) Where Fred Stoller cannot remember Elaine. And now I know which song I'm going to use at the end of the episode. Because (laughs) there is this great rapper named Your Old Droog. And he has a fucking song where he references... In this album, he references Seinfeld twice. But one of them... He mentions this uh, episode, so oh, I will good. be okay, playing that's that at the end. Wait, am I editing or are you? I don't know. I don't know if I'll have time, but I could try. No, I I'll, can try. <laughs> I'll do it because it's like 11 p.m. and you start sending us like strange TikToks, and I'm like, she's doing this. I do not send them at 11 p.m. anymore. Okay, you, I, you know what I do? I save them and then I send them in the morning. It's 11 p.m. for me, but for you, it's like 8:30. <laughs> I don't even send anymore. I send a bunch to uh, EC Gen because she gets it, she enjoys it and appreciates it. <laughs> also, so like some of them that you send are like fine, and other ones I'm like that's fucking disgusting. Or I'm like, what the just, fart? The that's just cruel. Sleeping like, with naked thing? No, that one was gross. But Which one was disgusting. cruel? The the kid with the water in his face. Um, I think you sent one uh, recently where it was like really. Okay, look at the the ones that I sent you today. They were great. Were great? That's a well, stretch. They weren't great, but they, I was like, okay, I can't send one that's gross, and I can't send one that's um, whatever you just said, disgraceful. So you know, I'm like, well, the, hopefully they'll get a chuckle. Out, <laughs> you know which, get a chuckle you know which TikTok one. you should send me? Oh, brother. None of them. <gasps> Jk, it's fine. What about the one that I sent to you that is a quesadilla calzone that we need to go eat? We no, should get them for next Friday. You that should thing looks never have sent delish. me that because now I'm like, I really want that, but I'll die if yeah. I eat it. With birria. And you dip it. I'm like, okay. But it's we need all this. the way in fucking Pasadena. Yeah. Where did I drive you last week? Oh, so you're going to drive me to Pasadena? <laughs> is that what no, you're saying? Because no, I'm okay with that. Your turn. <laughs> no, I'll okay. drive out there. And by the way, I wasn't expecting that you're going to eat the whole thing. We're going to share it. <laughs> Oh wait, we get our own. You don't. Zones. You don't know me. I don't. I know. <laughs> like, I, I realize my own. you're going to be eating that for like three days, leaving it out. It's going to be coagulated, <laughs> and you're going to be like, "This is even better in five day five. <laughs> oh, late shout out to mm. uh to my uh little nephew, aka um. Oh my God, Scott! Wow, <laughs> I was like, I can't remember his goddamn name. I think of Scott as like my little brother or like my Aww. little nephew that, like, we're not in touch all the time, but I'm always like worried about him. You know what? Uh, I kind of feel the same way. I feel <laughs> of him as like my like younger cousin, though. Like, oh yeah, he's my cousin, and I do think about I do think about him. And he did not like the show this week, so that's why I forgot. Wow! To... No, 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 no. This isn't a call out. It's because he's guy. busy. He's got a life. It's just that's why I forgot to shout him out. But I am always thinking about him. Yeah, I I texted him. He texted me. It was nice. But I'm I'm always worried about him. Scott, like, are are you okay? Like, call the hotline. We we need to know what's going yeah, on. Yeah, Scotty Scott, call in. Okay, why am I standing? Oh, I was gonna maybe close the garage, but I'm good. Okay. <clears throat> uh, she talked about the Lulu Row. The the cheaper, horrible, 
the ugly little sister of uh, Lululemon, apparently. Um, I sort of have interest in seeing this documentary. You mentioned TikTok. I see a lot of people from this documentary making TikToks and talking about it. I don't know if I care about people's plight, their their plight that much, because I think if you get into one of these situations, you kind of know what you're doing and you know how it's going to turn out. It's not like this is the first time this has ever happened in the world. And they were talking about chain letters and they were talking about other things. And I just think about all these like different little like pyramid schemes that people get into. In fact, on TikTok, I think in the very beginning when I first started watching it, because it didn't have my algorithm. It was like all of these side hustles. You can make money from home doing this. And it's just like, oh, my God, it just never ends. Like people just b- want to buy into all of this crap. Have you ever been tempted by any of these things? Absolutely not. But one time, mm-hmm. my friend in Colorado, she goes, hey, will you come with me to this thing? Oh, gosh. And I was like, uh, yeah, sure. And it was some guy she knew was trying to get her into some stupid pyramid scheme. I fr- I don't even remember what you were selling. But then she brought me and like some other friend. And they're like, so, you know, you just got to, you know, give us a check for however much. Oh, God. And then so he like come the guy who invited her comes over and was like, all right. So uh, you guys want to sign up for whatever just gonna be this much money and i was like uh no i'm gonna do some more research and he goes well 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 you know don't believe everything you read on the internet you know oh god people can uh they can write anything about anything on there and i was like the fact that he is already trying to dissuade you from uh even researching it did i say that right researching yeah Yeah. oh my god uh yeah okay (laughs) the fact that he's trying to dissuade you from researching is a little disconcerting and i was just like uh why why am i here like i i didn't know what i was going to i don't Ugh. i don't even know if she told me where we were going she was like will you come with me to this thing and i was like yeah of course You're i've definitely friend. been in situations where i'm like uh either i'm at a place where i didn't expect it to be like that and then you feel just uncomfortable and uh you kind of feel guilted into at least buying something <laughs> But I've definitely um, I've definitely thought like you get those like cards in the mail. I don't know if you get these, but I used to get them or they'd be for the people that used to live here. Like come to this free dinner at this awesome restaurant and all we'll do is talk to you about this other thing. And I'm like, I got this. I'm going to get this free dinner. I'm going to drink a bunch and just like make fun of it the whole time. And they're going to be screwed because I'm leaving without doing any of their shit. But I could see me being like, you know, this sounds like a good idea. <laughs> You know, that I feel like this was an episode of Married with Children or something <laughs> where there's like a timeshare condo thing, oh, that, yes. but you have to sit through the presentation yes, and then you get yes. tickets to like Siegfried and Roy. And <gasps> I would absolutely like, I will go there and sit through your stupid yes. shit and I'm not buying anything. Yes. Like, I don't know who you think you're talking to. <laughs> Okay, so my husband and I did this. Okay, so we, when you go to Knott's Berry Farm, there used to always be these people out there with like a little kiosk like before you go in. Hey, do you want a free trip to Catalina? It's like, yeah, of course I do. It's yeah. like awesome. I love Catalina. And so every single time we'd walk back, because we used to go often, I'd be like, no, I'm co- no, we're good. We're good. It's like, you don't want a free trip to Catalina? Really? All you have to do is go. You don't have to like buy anything. It's a timeshare thing. It's the Lawrence Welk um Uh, resort in san diego so we're like finally i'm like okay we'll have a free trip to catalina let's go to this thing and make fun of them so what do we do (laughs) we get there and we get caught up in it like you go into these places you're like we could come vacation here that would be so cool it only costs this much a month blah 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 and like all around us are, are these other rubes that like totally fell for it too. And you see like popping champagne because they just cho- chose to, to, to do this thing. So we're like, let's do it. Fuck it. So <laughs> we go to do it. Her credit was so bad. They're like, um, <laughs> so we had to walk out of there with all this like champagne popping and like pouring. And we're like, but then we're like, thank God we're such idiots in life because we would be stuck in a timeshare situation. The thing is, 
you're still supposed to get the free trip no matter what. Mm-hmm. So when I went to go book this trip, they couldn't find any of this stuff. None of it like matched up. So I called and they're like, oh, no, you got it. And it's like, okay, then where it like, no, we didn't. They just talked us into circles. So the next time we went to Knott's Berry Farm and the people were trying to ask, I'm like, this is a scam. We already did this and we didn't get it. No, you, you, you did. <laughs> they try to tell us you did. I'm like, no, this is a scam. You're trying to talk me into something. And I, we wasted a whole day being humiliated. <laughs> I mean, we can only blame ourselves. This is ridiculous. We well, literally are like dumb and dumber. Like when those people won all, when those people, when they want, when they found all that money and they're just like, we're going to be very careful with this. And they're like buying like pinwheels and 10 gallon hats made out of styrofoam. Like that's us with extra money <laughs> or any money. So I had a coworker that he said that his dad bought a timeshare and so it was like in a ski town in Colorado and I was like oh that's awesome and then he's like (laughs) like you only get it like during like actual ski season like he would get it for like one weekend so it was like not that great but um the other times it's like who wants to go to like a ski town in like mid-May you know right so I feel (laughs) like well I mean I would I would probably too but um yeah i don't know it just seems like everyone's out to screw you lisa and uh and they also want to sell you stuff you don't need Uh, that is very true and i do have a couple of uh lulu row first of all their clothes are really ugly in general but wait you have some of these i do i but i didn't purchase it because of the brand i purchased it because it had I'm always looking for chevron pattern stuff to go to the Twin Peaks Festival. So every year I'd be looking for some like new outfits to get. And so they had like a couple of things that had the chevron pattern. So I got a dress and a skirt, which I immediately put the skirt. It's been on eBay probably for like three years. I can't sell the thing for $20. (laughs) (laughs) No, Don't sell it for $20. You should be giving it away at like three. Oh, well, now I'm going to put it out at my garage sale. I'm going to have it in a few weeks. But uh, but the dress is actually pretty. But I can't I can't tell if the color looks right on me. So I'll have to ask you the next time I see you. Send us some pictures. Eh, um, anyway, but no, it's most of the stuff is kind of crap. I don't know much about it. I don't I, eh, I don't know. I, I talk shit on all this and then I just told you a whole story that's pretty embarrassing. So um, Allison talked. She welcomed the one new patron, which was nice. Uh, sounds like a real stand-up chap. I have one pet peeve uh, that I'll talk about today. I have plenty of pet peeves. I have one pet peeve about people saying silent but deadly. Mm. I, it really bothers me because it's silent but violent. Silent but deadly <laughs> does not work. It's so stupid. It's so dumb. I grew up saying silent but violent. <laughs> And then when people started, I started hearing people say silent but deadly. I'm like, that doesn't even rhyme. That's stupid. <laughs> so it really I... sticks in my craw. <laughs> I have never heard silent but violent. Is that way better? <laughs> uh, no offense, Lisa, but it sounds quite stupid. Oh, as stupid as silent but deadly? Silent but deadly. I think probably because I grew up with that. I feel like. But like if you really think about it, like, oh, it's silent, but, you know. It's like. There could be better ones than deadly. Well, when I think of silent but deadly, I think of like a sniper shooting (laughs) someone from a million miles away. I don't think of a a silent but violent. It's almost the same exact thing except for one rhymes and the other one doesn't. I mean, you you have a point, yeah. That's pretty much it. It's just that I think I was just like, wait, wait, wait. maybe silent but violent is a. I'm sorry to bring up your least favorite state, but maybe because my formative years that I lived in Texas, maybe that's where I heard it. And moving back to California, and I'm like, why is everyone saying silent but deadly all of a sudden? <laughs> No, my f- my least favorite state is Pennsylvania. I told you those <gasps> Philly people bad, are the my worst. Bad, my bad. You're right. I mean, now that I've been there, I can agree. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. Anyone that likes Philadelphia <laughs> is terrible. Uh, I mean, even if W.C. Fields. you've never had fun in Philadelphia, there's something wrong with you. <laughs> Wait, what? 
Tony played the Riot Fest. Apparently, he said he's maybe going back or something. Uh, maybe he's just going. Oh, he's going back on tour with the other band. Yeah. Uh, Allison asked if he felt safe, and he was talking about the fact that everyone there has to have a vaccine card or negative test. And the show that you and I went to with Superfan Megan last Friday that we recorded on our way to was the first time that I've been asked for my vaccination card and all, and the first show because the other bands I go to see are not maybe as big. Um, and I felt very good about it. I feel like I'm with around like-minded people, even though I don't know any of these people, they're all strangers, but I feel like we all have this common goal of like wanting the pandemic to be over and the greater good of people and the common good, whatever. You know what I mean? And so it kind of felt good in a way, even though we could totally still get sick. Uh, it felt like kind of, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know how you feel about it. I, it doesn't feel like it's infringing on any rights. I just feel like, yeah, of course I did that for humanity. Well, it's funny you mentioned that uh, show. Because yeah. I was thinking... I didn't even think of it until Tony mentioned it. I would rather go to a show that was vaccinations only because agreed. If there's people out there that are anti-vax or whatever, and they're going to the show, I don't want them there. True. Cause they only care I about want... themselves. They don't care about, yeah. they care about spread germs and, and yeah, it's like, okay, you have a negative test. What about the last 24 hours mm, or 48 hours? True. You could have been a tongue fucking oh. a COVID patient, and I wouldn't know. <laughs> I want vaccinated people only. And then for these people who are like, oh, so everywhere I go now, I got to freaking show a vaccine card. Freaking, where's your papers? This is like Nazi Germany. Uh, when I was a fucking child to go into, to get before to register to go to goddamn elementary school, you needed a vaccination yep. card. I couldn't I still my... have that same card Is it yellow in one of my boxes. And a little plastic yes. sleeve. And it's in a plastic <laughs> <Yep>. sleeve. <laughs> and it's perfectly safe since then. I have mine as well. I think I got, you get them when you're born. That's when it starts. That's when you get your first vaccine. Exactly. And I could not take my kids to school without a vaccine previously. So this is not infringing on anybody. And by the way, people that got the polio vaccine, pretty sure they're excited about it. Pretty sure all the plague and all the shit. It's just thanks to Trump. And I'm not saying it's people that Trump just says some dangerous words and people just run with it. And then all of a sudden we're divided. And this is what they fucking want. So open your eyes, people. Get a vaccination so we can end this crap. And so we don't have any more variants. So we can all just live our lives and maybe the economy can come back and we can get back out there with having out having to wear a mask, which I'll do because people don't want to get vaccinated. <laughs> Not only that, but after I was finished uh, drinking my alcoholic beverages, I put my mask back on. Yes, you did. Because I was going to be belting out the Haim tunes and I was like, I'm going to, you know. Do my part to uh, not spread my <laughs> filthy germs all throughout. I appreciate that. I have to say, that was such a fun experience. It was very far to drive. And the only thing that bumped me out is that we couldn't like hang out in, in Santa Barbara longer to check it out. Because it looked really cool. Um, the two times that I've pretty much just passed through let's there. Let's go next week. Okay, let's do it. Let's celebrate Seinfeld there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm serious. I will, I will totally do that. Um but it was cool. Like, it's not even a band that I am super familiar with, but it was just a very enjoyable time. I, one of my favorite things was watching you and Superfan Megan enjoying it. And, like, I can enjoy other people enjoying something that they love. I really appreciated that. But also seeing these empowering women up there playing the hell out of their instruments. Like, and I, especially when someone can play drums and sing, that always blows me away. But... They can do everything. They sing. They play their instruments. They just, I mean, they're just, uh, I was really impressed. And it was just a very good experience. I know I cut out, but it was just basically, just basically telling how much I liked it. I'm glad because I felt very bad that you drove all the way up there. <laughs> you drove all the way back down. I was like I only, napping. I think I drove for, what, seven hours that day? Oh, that's that's nothing. I do that every day. I could have got driven up to see Trice. Did I shout Trice out? I didn't, did I? Shout out to you, Trice. No. Um, I have a call out oh. to 
Santa Barbara and the Santa Barbara Bowl. Who has a fucking 10 p.m. curfew? You, If you're oh. going to build a fucking concert venue yeah. next to a goddamn high school in a residential area. That's pretty stupid. Don't put a fucking curfew at 10 p.m. What kind of bullshit is that? I have to say you're right. <laughs> it's It sucked that the Haim show was like less than an hour and a half. But on the plus side, we got out of there pretty early, like at we did. 10 p.m. So we still had plenty of time to go and have something to eat and fuck around before we had to uh, head out. That was perfect. The food was so good. Those Brussels sprouts, I would drive out just for those again. Um, but the venue was awesome, but the location, you're right, is so stupid. Why would you do that to people that... Why would you do that in a residential neighborhood? It makes no sense. But the location was awesome. I mean, in the venue inside. Just the twinkling lights, the, the old trees, all the oaks. It was awesome. You know, I would love to take you to Red Rocks because it is like that. But instead of twinkling lights and trees, it's just magnificent red stones everywhere. That's cool. And the music echoes off of the off of the rocks lisa it's okay, magical okay. and you can look you can look out and see all of like denver off in the distance you just see it's a great view it's that's it's cool amazing. i think i would like that a lot and you would love it because dave matthews played there or something oh david matthews yeah i'm familiar the david matthews band. <laughs> yeah el paso on that but uh do you have anything else from thursday before we uh skedaddle no i do not oh Oh, parfait. Well, if you'd like to be on the show, email BFFancast at gmail.com. Next week, we are celebrating Seinfeld. So if you want to call in with your Seinfeld quips, we're we're into it. We're all about it. Or or a Seinfeld quiz. Or a quiz. Give us a quiz. Quips or quiz. Quips, quizzes, trivia, trivial, whatever. Do it. We want to hear it. And if a patient gets out of line, you quone it. <laughs> Quips, quizzes, and quones. <laughs> okay. Well, and um, follow just, you know, everybody. I don't get any new followers. I don't need any. You know where I'm at. <laughs> well, Rafi, what about you? If you want to find me, you can follow um, at Costanzagrams on Instagram. And I think that's it. All right. Well, BFFs, you truly are the fucking best. Thank you. And Quo Night. <laughs> Real hip hop heads, I can't stand y'all. Fuck rap, I make songs for my grandma. Still pack shows, sort of like Billy Joel doing Zanzibar. A Van Halen, Panama. Running with the devil, jumping, eruption. Dumping, y'all want to see the dumping. We sell rap like jump men's. Use a fraud, son of the dumb guards, use a dumpling. Old folks who don't understand nothing. Not a hit a kid like, boy, you got something. And with two, it's like, was you saying something? Even the goops know you stunting. Where the rocks and the spots that you pumped in? Huh? Where the hots and the cots that you bunked in? Huh? Man, you dudes root with pumpkins. Huh? More famous comedian come through. Only Tommy bump him. Moms and your grandmoms are your only fans. Heard your grandmoms got her only fans. She lonely, but I don't want no master. Just a thing to sound like macaroni, man. If she ever ride the pony, damn. She now the guitar, show her who the boss like Tony Dance. Soon after I throw the song on a big troller, she guaranteed to succeed like a recola. Then tell me next week, trying to sleep over. Said, nah, I can't do, got the Ebola. The Rona, Pepsi, Pepsi, Cola. Supreme Troller gave a dick, then I rip roller. What? Steam roller hitting legs out, Demiola. Back in the days with a ghost of her, but I'm older. Just sent her ass a link to a drum solar. Forget I know it like that Seinfeld episode when the lane bumped in the fresh. Stolen. Stolen.